Thank you for tuning in to the Radio Bible Course. We're continuing our study on the authority of the Bible. In our last program, I read what Jesus said in John chapter 12. And I want to ask this question to stimulate our thinking. What did God believe about creation? Well, that's a strange question. How do we know what God believed about it? Well, we do know because Jesus claimed that God told him and that he was speaking for God. Now, I refer you again to the end of John chapter 12, where Jesus said, When a man believes in me, he does not believe in me only, but in the one who sent me. When he looks at me, he sees the one who sent me. I have come into the world as a light so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. As for the person who hears my words but does not keep them, I do not judge him, for I did not come to judge the world but to save it. There is a judge for the one who rejects me and does not accept my words. That very word which I spoke will condemn him at the last day. For I did not speak of my own accord, but the Father who sent me commanded me what to say and how to say it. I know that his command leads to eternal life, so whatever I say is just what the Father has told me to say. Now that's very interesting because Jesus was God's spokesman. We might call him God's prophet. He was more than a prophet, of course. He was God the Son, the one sent from heaven. No other prophet came from heaven, although the words of the prophets came from heaven and were inspired by the Spirit. The Spirit put into the minds of the prophets the words which God wanted them to speak and to write. Now, if we can't accept that Jesus is the spokesman for God and is telling us what God knew about everything, then we have no knowledge at all of the eternal God. Jesus proved by his many, many miracles that he was who he claimed to be, the Son of God from heaven. Now, if we can't believe in him or if we won't believe in him, what do people then do? Well, they simply invent another Jesus. How do they do that? Well, they come up with a Jesus who was not the Son of God. They say he was a good teacher, but not deity. They say he knew many wonderful things and was able to perform miracles, but he was not a prophet of God. And some men even say, that Jesus said some of the things he said because he didn't want to offend the Jews. And therefore, what he said cannot always be taken at face value. Well, there's a problem with that because Jesus claimed to be the way, the truth, and the life. If he was not speaking the truth and was simply accommodating his speech, or adjusting it to the traditions of the Jews in order not to offend them, then I'm not so sure that Jesus is who he claimed to be. 
The testimony of Scripture tells us that Jesus did not accommodate himself to the traditions. He scorched those Jews for their human traditions, which made void the word of God. He did not tell them anything in order to win their favor. Jesus told it like it was, and his words are piercing. Matthew chapter 23 is one of those passages. Listen to it. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you shut off the kingdom of heaven from men. For you do not enter in yourselves, nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you devour widows' houses, even while, for a pretense, you make long prayers. Therefore you shall receive greater condemnation. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you travel about on sea and land to make one proselyte, and when he becomes one, you make him twice as much a son of hell as yourselves. Woe to you, blind guides, who say, Whoever swears by the temple, that is nothing. But whoever swears by the gold of the temple, he is obligated. You fools and blind men, which is more important, the gold or the temple that sanctifies the gold? And whoever swears by the altar, that is nothing. But whoever swears by the offering upon it, he is obligated. That's what they said. You blind men, which is more important, the offering or the altar that sanctifies the offering? Jesus scorned those hypocrites. He didn't accommodate himself to their traditions. He spoke for God, and he spoke the truth. Now, you may be inventing another Jesus because you can't accept or won't accept all that he has to say about man and about God. You may have invented a Jesus who is a friend of everybody, but who never spoke for God about judgment or about hell. We know more about hell's judgment from Jesus' words in the Bible than from any other person. Some men have invented a Jesus who accepts everybody and forgives everybody. But the Jesus of the Bible insisted that men could come to God only through him. He never would have approved of every religion being all right. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except by me. And he said, forgiveness depended upon men accepting him. He told the Jews that they were children of the devil. The devil was their father, and he said, You will die in your sins if you do not believe that I am he. And the he refers to the Messiah of the Old Testament. Some people have invented a Jesus who tells men that as long as they try to do good and try to live up to the commandments and help other people that then they surely will get to heaven. That's not the Jesus of the Bible. He made it very clear that if anyone wanted to do works for God, the work of God was to believe in the one God has sent. 
He said that in John chapter 6, verse 29. Other people have invented a Jesus that gives men eternal life through baptism or through some other ritual. But the only time Jesus talked about eternal life was in connection with his own sacrifice. He said he would be lifted up on a cross, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. There is a Jesus of the Bible, and he spoke for God, and what he said in the word of God is the truth of God. Every other Jesus is an imagination of men's minds, and that kind of a Jesus is a false Jesus. Can we trust the biblical record? What did Jesus believe about creation, about Abraham, about Noah, about the flood, about Jonah, and the many miracles in the Old Testament? Well, let's begin with creation. Did Jesus say anything about creation? In Matthew chapter 19, some Pharisees came to him to test him, and they asked, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any and every reason? Haven't you read, he replied, that at the beginning the Creator made them male and female and said, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one. Therefore, what God has joined together, let not man put asunder or separate. Jesus here said that creation in the beginning involved a man and a woman. He said, God made them. To whom was he referring when he said, God made them? The context is clear. And the Pharisees when they asked the question, knew what the context was. Jesus was referring to the book of Genesis, and specifically to the creation story. He talked about marriage of these two people who were called the them. He wasn't talking about animals, who later evolved into people. He was talking about a man and a woman. And he said to them, Have you not read... Read what? Well, read the book of Genesis, the first of Moses' five books. The Jews knew that was what he was referring to. And even though Jesus did not mention the names of those two people, Adam and Eve, that is not a problem because other scriptures identified them. Jesus did not need to mention their names. The Jews knew the story, and they believed that story came from God and was written by Moses in the book of Genesis. Jesus certainly believed the creation story, and he proves it here and in other accounts in the Gospels. He said, in the beginning, the Creator made them male and female, and then he said, that a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. You can never say that about animals. They do not become one flesh. They don't know marriage 
like humans do. Jesus said, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother. He was talking about the first man and the first woman made of God, made out of the dust of the earth. God breathed his life into them and they became living creatures made in the image of God. Did Jesus believe the creation story? Without a doubt, he did. Did he believe it because the Jews believed it? He believed it because God told it to him. He said everything that he spoke was the word which God had given him to speak. Read the Gospels and see what Jesus had to say on behalf of the Father. As we close, here's a question. What kind of orientation to the Bible did you get from your church, your Sunday school, or perhaps a Bible class? Most people have received none. Isn't it strange that we were introduced to a book of two religions, two lifestyles, and two destinies without any orientation? The Bible is a big book written over 1,500 years by some 40 authors, and no one introduces us to it with an orientation course. Most people assume that the church is a continuation of the Old Testament law. And as a result, they miss the unique teaching of grace in the New Testament epistles. I want you to know about a cassette course that will give you critical orientation to the Bible. It's called Understanding the New Testament. You can get information about these tapes, as well as other teaching tapes, by writing to the Radio Bible Course. Until tomorrow, this is Nick Calavota reminding you that the word gospel means good news. Our address is Radio Bible Courses, Post Office Box 14916, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70898. The website is rbcword.com.